Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Well, hello, everyone. I am so excited for this new format, the nurse Q&A. We received so many comments, um, questions from you guys. And, um, and I'm just really happy that we are changing up our format so that we can allot one day a week, which is going to be every single Monday, to a nurse Q&A. This week, I have with me Nurse Kimberly, who is your Wednesday host. And we are going to dive in to some of these questions. So make sure that you're sending your questions to nurses at americaoutloud.com. Sorry, nurses at americaoutloud.com. And we will be addressing all of them every week. And we're going to be alternating with the different nurse hosts. So you're going to get a variety of different opinions. We are also open to having a nurse co-host guest or nurse guest co-host, I guess I should say. So if you are a nurse out there and you would like to be a guest on our show, send an email to nurses at americaoutloud.com and let us know why you want to be a part of it and what you would bring to the table. Remember, we're not looking for people that agree with us right? Um, we love having different, differing opinions. So, you know, this is open to any nurse, whether you agree or don't agree with us. Um, you are more than welcome to be on our show. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you, Jody. Yes. I know this is exciting. Aren't you excited about this? I really am. I love the new format. I've actually gotten, I don't know if you saw that I got some really great feedback. People are really enjoying the, you know, that we're engaging and we're, you know, engaging with one another. They thought it was a really fun and interesting thought provoking segment. Um, so people are enjoying it and I, I love it as well. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if many people realize, but we're going to be on air here pretty soon celebrating our one year anniversary. I know. I can't believe that went by so quickly. I'm like, really? A, a year? So, so quickly. What do we, I feel like we should do something special. I don't yeah, know what. But. I don't know. Right. I know, <laughs> I know that we that we survived being um going from the bedside to being a radio host. Like that's pretty wild. I, I still sometimes <laughs> will forget to mention it, like when I'm doing my talks and I'm like, I, I interviewed with Robert Scott Bell yesterday. Or it'll actually air today. Well, it's already aired by the time we this airs, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So we were talking, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "And I'm a talk radio host, and that's never not going to be weird to me, right?" To say I'm a talk show host, like what? <laughs> right. I was just interviewed the other day um, with Children's Health Defense, and 
They said author, columnist, radio host, whistleblower. I was like, oh my gosh, like right? <laughs> a transformational life strategist. I'm like, that's me. I loved that. I heard that <laughs> on uh, the the interview you did with uh, Kim Yader. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was a great interview. And uh, I heard that. I was like, I like that. That's great. Mm -hmm. I know I was looking, I said, you know, I, I think what I'm bringing to the table with the truth movement community is, is transforming people's lives. That's what I want, Absolutely. mind, body, and spirit, you know? So when I was looking through uh, like synonyms and stuff like that, I said, I don't want to be a coach. I'm more than a coach. I know my value. <laughs> you know? <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was myself. perfect. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, let's get, let's get started. Marcy wrote to us and said, any suggestions on how to talk to your adult children about the truth? My 24 year old thinks I'm so out there and never responds to the things I send him. You want to take that children one? Are hard. Adult children are hard. So I have a, a son who is, um, he's 20, he'll be 29. I cannot believe that. In like three weeks, he'll be 29 years old. So, okay, oh my so gosh, I, my I, daughter I, is going to be 29 too in December. No, my well, yeah, I, November twenty first. November twenty first. Yeah, and yeah. that that will never not blow my mind either. But um, so they're difficult adult children. And my son and I, we have a little. We we differ on a lot of things. We have probably completely different worldviews. Um, one of the things that I was considering early on in the pandemic and with with the vaccine rollout, I swear to God, I was I was thinking about maybe I just need to tell him to get that vaccine so he won't get it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> reverse psychology <laughs> yeah because he typically if i tell him to do something he does the complete opposite um because you know i don't mom doesn't know what she's talking about i'm you know i'm sure he thinks i'm pretty out there as well right. um but i didn't i i pretty much begged and pleaded with him not to get it and for some reason thank you jesus he he was on board he was like yeah i'm not getting that um but i think it's it's difficult i i think and you know i use this analogy all the time about the the if somebody's thirsty, you give them a sip of water, not the fire hose. So you've got to kind of give them um, like a drip at a time mm -hmm. or a sip at a time versus coming out with, you know, the, the, not that it's not true. I mean, what we believe about like population can control what they're doing. It's definitely an evil and sinister plan. But when you come out with all of that at once, you lose people. You really yeah. have to meet people where they are and mm -hmm. in their own journey and their own awakening. So I'm thinking like little drips here and there and really just asking thought provoking questions and making that, letting them, allowing them to come to their own conclusions. And just um, so if, for example, when I, when I give my talks, um, in my speech, I always talk about, you know, well, if COVID, if the virus itself were killing everybody, then why aren't we pulling bodies off of the streets? Why weren't we pulling bodies out of homes? Patients were only dying in the hospital. Now, I'm only stating a fact that some people just didn't think about. Right. right. So just asking the question and then leaving it to them to to make their own determination about it. I think that's the way to go about it, honestly, because if you push too hard, you know, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. Definitely. I, I always tell people to first of all, start with, it's not your job to convince anybody, but it's your job to share the truth. Mm -hmm. So I have varying degrees of um, relationships with my children. My oldest is my son. He's 32. Um, and then my daughter, she'll be 29. And she also has my grandchild who's four 
and Benjamin, who will be 13 and he's at home with me. My other two are, uh, you know, self-sufficient and, and good, productive members of society. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, you know, this isn't, this is a hard question. It, it's hard because I think once our children grow up, they become adults with their own lifestyle decisions, choices as we are. So it, it's easier to think of them as peers almost in, in this scenario than you are the parent and you are telling them something because they stop listening. They first of all need to see how you act and move, right? What are you doing to um, show them that these are your beliefs. How are you acting that out on a day-to-day -day basis? So for example, let's just say they know you're active on Facebook, right? And they know that you share stuff on Facebook, but you have certain views on the shot that you think the shot is dangerous and, and harmful and it's killing people. And you're sending them that information privately but they don't see you posting that publicly. So then really, how much do you believe that the shot is deadly? Because if you believe that the shot is deadly enough to send it to them, then why aren't you warning your friends on Facebook? You see, so we can't be we can't be afraid, you know, if, if whatever it is that you want to share with people, you've got to be bold and in, in proclaiming the truth. Right. And, and then they decide. So my oldest, he, he's like me in the fact that he, well, he's single. He, he doesn't have, he doesn't have any, um, uh, kids or, or a wife or anything. Right. He's a happy single adult male. Um, and his life is different than say my daughter who has my grandchild, who is looking at, you know, my grandchild, a four-year-old every day. And then she's so hopeful and she, he makes her smile. So her life is more like rainbows and unicorns. Um, and my oldest son is more like, holy crap, <laughs> this is the world we're living in. You know, JJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to bring him back on the show to talk. We, we actually just had a really nice little and impromptu Bible study on the book of revelations the other day when he came over and Is he uh, coming to uh, Arizona with us coming to the, oh, to, the oh, to the event. Well, no, see, that's another thing. My, my kids, they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, be involved. They don't want to hang this. out with mom, right? No. Well, they <laughs> hang out with mom. We hang out all the time, but once they see me speak once, they don't need to see me speak again. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. My son still hasn't come to see me speak. So yeah. he's always like, yeah, well, we'll look at my schedule. I'm like, okay. If you don't uh -huh, right. Exactly. Or then I always hear, well, why did you just tell me so late? You, you have to give me advance notice. You can't just uh -huh. bring this upon me, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. So, um, and then we have my daughter who speaks to me in memes. <laughs> what, do, what does that mean? Well, <laughs> she will send me stuff on Instagram. She'll forward me things. And I will say, oh my gosh, she's paying attention. 
but but she doesn't want to have a conversation necessarily. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And well, that's fine. Works. So her and I speak back back and forth and, you know, I'll send her information. I'll send it to my son. I'll send it to Benjamin. I'll send them things. I mean, Benjamin's like wrapped up in this world. So he knows a lot more, but I, I see what my son is posting and what he's sharing. And I, he understands, I'm not as afraid of his worldviews as I am, say, my daughter. But then she will send me memes. I will send her stuff. And then one day, say, for example, the shot, right? Um, I share shared stuff with her, you know, every time I, I find something. And I have said to her, you know, I really hope you're not vaccinating um, uh, Jackson, anymore. And, you know, and then she just goes, you know, about her business or whatever. And then one day I came out and I just asked her, I said, are you vaccinating him? You know, this is your choice. I understand. I'm not here to condemn you. I just need to know because it's on my mind all the time. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, we haven't done it, you know, in a couple of years. And I said, okay, good. All right. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, she is paying attention. She just didn't feel the need to talk to me about it because she has to talk to the father, right? The two of them need to make the decision. I don't need to be a part of it. So that's, I mean, I hope that answers your question, you know, just keep sharing and then having like Kimberly said, you know, open uh, discussions with them to where you're asking them questions and then they are responding, you know, um, and what do they call it? Open-ended questions. Yeah. Open-ended. Yeah. Communication or, yeah. I think, I think that's the way to go. Honestly. I mean, you just, you want to have a conversation once you start getting, um, you know, demanding and, and being like, listen, this is, this is what you need to do. Like, they're not going to respond to that. I wouldn't respond to that. If my mother, I'm 46 years old. If my mother said something, I'd be like, yeah, okay, mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and, and then and you can, people just, that's automatic human nature. We're going to shut down. That's right. I mean, my mom sends me stuff all the time you know, and I don't respond, you know, and so I can look back and see at my behavior with her. It's just human nature. You know, we just have to uh, learn to uh, adjust, you know, adjust the sales. Yes. Adjust, you know, look at them as peers, be respectful in your communication, um, act, you know, have your actions speak like your words. You know, once they see, you know, you leading a lot, it's just like losing weight. I know how to lose weight. I know. Um, yeah, I know in theory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know all theory. of this. I can tell everybody. I can tell, you know, I can talk to my clients and everything and, and, and instruct them. But I can't if I say that to my kids, they're like, yeah, 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 mom. Look, you know, look how much weight you gained, you know. So it, it's kind of one of those things you you have to live and and um, move that way. Yeah. All right. So we hope we answered that question, guys. Um, on to the next one. What exactly is a nurse advocate? What do they do? And how do I know if I need one? Let me let me um, have you start that one off, Kimberly, because yeah. you do that with uh, remnantnursing.org. So we sure do. Um so, you know, everybody thinks, nobody thinks that they need an advocate, right? Until they do. Nobody thinks that they're going to be in a situation where they are going to need somebody um, speaking up for them who understands, right? I, I'm going to tell you about a story I heard of last night that was really, really disturbing to me. Um, a friend of mine texted me 
and was telling me a friend of a friend of theirs was in the hospital and um they were uh, they were given medications and they were basically told that they could not leave the hospital until they took these medications. They went in there for um, atrial fibrillation. So um, their heart was out of rhythm. It was an irregular heart rate and it was uh, with RVR, which is rapid ventricular um, word. Rapid right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, we're menopause, menopause. Uh, <laughs> and uh so without any education whatsoever, they were telling her that, listen, this is just what you need to do. You need to take this medication and this medication, and we're not letting you leave until you take them. What? They never, yes. Girl, I'm, I'm like, what? I, I, I'm floored, right? So they, they never explained what these medications were other than it was a blood thinner and a beta blocker. Well, your average person doesn't understand what, why, but why do they need to take the blood thinner? All of that. They didn't understand and they were not educated, but they were uh, threatened that they would not be allowed to leave until they took these medications. When did we get here? Right? What? When did we get here that we are telling patients and, and I will say the, the treatment plan was entirely appropriate. What yeah. they what they recommended was entirely appropriate, and I would have encouraged the patient to uh, you know to to go along with that treatment plan, no doubt. But but it's not the point, right? The point is, our job is to provide them with education, information, uh, uh, letting them know the risks and the benefits uh, and the potential consequences of not complying with that treatment plan, including catastrophic. It, it could result in death, mm -hmm. right? Right. And whatever decision they make based upon the education and information that we give them, uh, we're, we are to support that. That's called autonomy. Yes. And that that's not happening any longer in these hospitals. You cannot rely on your nurse in the hospital to be advocating for your autonomy and your right to refuse any medication or intervention. Um, so what happens when, you know, and they even have advocates advocates in the hospital um, mm. but those are not patient advocates those are hospital advocates they are always looking out for the best interest that, that disguise themselves as patient advocates you're correct. exactly right yep correct so it's very very important to make sure that you have somebody in place because what we're going to do is we're going to come in you're going to get one of our if you were a member and that's what i told them if you were a member of remnant nursing you find yourself in this situation you were not expecting to be you know taken to the emergency room in this uh, situation you have no idea the nurses are not explaining anything to you you call us mm -hmm. now you have a nurse on the line who can provide you with education so you clearly understand why you're getting this medication what you need it for and what are the uh, potential risks and benefits um, or the consequences of not taking it yeah you're going to get that information <laughs> but then not only that when you have somebody telling you at this hospital that you can't leave unless you take this medication wrong that's wrong. Absolutely. That's incorrect. Number yeah. one. Um, but what we're going to do is we are going to get on the phone directly with your care team and we are going to be advocating on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Because you, the average person doesn't understand how to navigate this system the way that a nurse does. These nurses um, have been in the system. Some of our nurses have over 30 years of experience. So we know how to talk to the nurses, the doctors, all of that. Um, so we come in and we advocate on your behalf and it could literally mean, it could be the difference between life and death. Yeah. It could, it could mean the difference from, you know, you getting admitted to the hospital, which right. a lot of people don't want to want to do anymore. And, and lots of reasons why 
they're admitting people to the hospital and then not letting them out. I mean, you have a a story that you were going to share on our nurse news analysis um, yeah. that's quite frightening. Yeah. 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 A little four-year-old Autumn who is uh, thankfully and prayerfully has finally been discharged home. So we appreciate your continued prayers uh, for little Autumn. She, she attempts to heal uh, after her ordeal at Lucille Packard Children's Hospital. Um, but that situation, you know, was frightening mm -hmm. to think about because we look at these parents who were doing nothing more than simply trying to advocate for their daughter and just you know questioning hey do we think that this medication is really appropriate for her do you think we could try something else and for that mm -hmm. they had cps calls on them yeah it's hor horrific horrific you need to have an advocate in place i cannot stress this enough uh, listen remnant nursing we um, provide advocacy services you can have access to our nurses for uh, 30 dollars a month to become a member um, and the value in that again cannot be overstated so i always recommend that people that they do sign up it's 30 dollars a month or 300 dollars for the year I, I always recommend you don't have to but i do recommend that you come in and you do that initial consultation with a nurse Mm -hmm. So that um, we have all of your medical history, all of your medications, everything is is on file and documented with our team so that if an advocacy an urgent advocacy need arises, we have everything we need to go to bat for you. We have all right. of the information because many times, um, you know, time is crucial and critical and to have to get all of this information um, can be difficult and very uh, hindering to the process. So, uh, again. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to maybe put it to people this way. Would Do you want a translator? Mm -hmm. Do you want somebody that, say you're in another country, right? And you don't know the language. And you're trying to make moves, get around. You need to figure something out. Would you rather pull out your phone and Google, how do I say this? How do I ask for directions? Um, what's the what's the security, you know, um, security things that I need to watch out for? Is this a safe area? Can I find cheap um, a place to stay? What's the best food? Right. OK. Or would you rather have a translator that you can tell them what your needs are and they can effectively communicate with you and then even also negotiate your your place to stay and get you a cheaper rate or something right now that's what you know great I hope, analogy i'm gonna have to use that going forward jody that's great it, it, yeah did that make yeah. sense because i it just does, thought of yeah. it yeah it and, and so and then i also like to tell people too it's almost like having a nurse in your back pocket right people have nurses in their family but here's the thing not every nurse is not the same Right. And if you have somebody that has critical care experience, that's a reason why, like Kimberly and I could float anywhere we wanted to float in the hospital or anywhere they needed us because we have critical care experience. So you have to have somebody that's well rounded, you know, not, you know, taken away from like a peds nurse or a med surge nurse or something, um, because they definitely, you know, have a, a good knowledge base. But, you know, when you're talking with people that have all, the, you know, 10, 20 years experience in the critical care, you understand the inner workings of the hospital. And, and so that's why it's so important because a doctor or a nurse could come into come and speak to you with medical jargon that you don't understand. 
Well, first of all, guys, if you ever find yourself alone in that situation, understand that it is your right to 100% understand what they're saying before you do anything. I don't care if they're busy. I don't care if you need an audio or a a visual recording or a written recording, whatever your learning style is, you know, maybe all three of those resources, they have got to provide it to you to let you understand. So let's just take, for example, um, the AFib, the atrial fibrillation. You know, I, I would say something like, okay, understand that your heart is almost divided in two segments, the top and the bottom. The top is the atrium. The bottom is the ventricles. They both work together to pump blood out to your body. What's happening right now is the top of your heart is quivering and it's, and it's not being effective at pushing that blood out to your body. So if it's just sitting there quivering, that blood can clot, right? And that can cause an issue for you. So we are going to give you a blood thinner to make sure that that blood doesn't sit there and pool up and start clotting. And then we are going to give you a beta blocker because your heart needs to be able to relax enough and contract enough so that it pumps it out to your body effectively. How freaking hard is that to say? Exactly. And that's what really blew my mind. And I kept saying that over and over. I was like, but didn't they give her education? Didn't they inform her of what these medications were for? And they did not. All they said was, these are the medications. This is the protocol. This is the AFib protocol. And they are using those words, protocol. Um, and, And this is what you need to do. And if you don't take it, we're not letting you leave. Yeah, that is so illegal. That I mean, I've yeah. never, you know, the only time it gets weird and dicey is if it, there's some type of um, head, mental health yep. hold or psych hold or something like that. It can get kind of dicey there, and that's yep. very state to state. But um, for the most part, absent of that, you have every right to um, refuse any medication, any intervention, any treatment. And so long as you're able to physically get up and walk out of that hospital, mm-hmm. and they're gonna tell you, no, we, we can't push you out in a wheelchair. You've gotta be able to get up and walk out of the hospital. So long as you're able to do that, you can sign the papers and leave AMA against medical advice. Yes, absolutely. And you don't even have to sign the paper. You can just get up and walk get out. And leave. It's not prison. <laughs> no, and, and, and nurses like to say that like, because this is what we were told. We were told by hospital admin, you need to have them sign that paper. And when you go in there and have them sign that paper, you have to tell them that if they leave, their insurance may insurance not pay not for it. Insurance is not going to pay for it. Yeah. Yes. And then it I gets repeated to, yes. generations. <laughs> yes. I used to have to say that I had that conversation all the time because that's what you're, you, as nurses, you're, you are instructed to go in and tell them, well, if they leave now, that if they have to come back for any reason, their insurance is not going to pay for it. So it's just a another form of gaslighting, bullying, and coercion, coercion um, of making them stay um, in the hospital. And um, we don't yeah. realize it at the time. We're just like, we think we're doing, you know, what we're supposed to and in, in, in the best interest of, of our patients, but that's not always the case. Right, right. We just become part of the problem. We do. We do. And, you know, um, just, you know, our eyes were opened and- yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap up the first half with that. On the second half, I want to, you know, talk a a little bit of hope. 
little bit of positive things yes. and um, and offer some suggestions there. But before we go to break, um, I have another amazing story about a SIA redox gel, guys. I had a friend of mine who is choreographing a theater event at ASU, and she spent the night because she lives a couple hours away. And she had to change up the, her routine. So last minute because of stage plans and she came over and she said, oh my gosh, my neck is killing me. Do you have any ibuprofen? And I said, what happened? And she said, oh, I had to change up my routine. And I was rolling around on the ground to show them this new dance move. And, uh, and she said, I, you know, just, um, a couple hundred milligrams of ibuprofen. It should be fine. And I said, here, why don't you try this? And I did, you know, I didn't say it like that, but I go here, try this first and see if it works. And she's like, what is it? And I was like, pretty much salt water. <laughs> and, and she rubbed it on her neck and then I just ignored it or I didn't say anything. And, um, and then a couple hours later, she said, Hey, stuff that you gave me, I don't have, my neck doesn't hurt anymore. And I said, girl, I'm telling you, everybody that tries it for all different kinds of reasons are getting the same benefits. So I would encourage you to go to AmericaOutloud.shop because we have exclusive discounts for our America Out Loud talk radio listeners. That is Asia and the Redox Gel. And we'll be right back, guys. It's time and then. Nurses Out Loud Talk Radio want to introduce you to ASEA Redox Cell Signaling Molecules. It is more than just a wonderful natural product. Redox molecules are native to the human body. Redox molecules enable your body to turn on its inner doctor so your body can heal itself the way it did naturally when you were young. Check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Look for ASEA cell signaling molecules liquid supplement and check out nurse michelle's recent favorite asia product renew 28 revitalizing redox gel because this gel helped get me through some significant muscular pain during my healing process following a recent canoeing accident when i broke my hip give it a try for your aches and pains and let nurses out loud hear how your health has improved you wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands what about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. 
We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley, here with Nurse Kimberly Overton, who's also the founder of remnantnursing.org and your Wednesday host of America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are... Um, piloting, I guess, a new format because we've been listening to you guys. Uh, you're sending us your questions. And instead of sprinkling them in throughout the show, we are throughout the week, we are given what we are having Mondays, <laughs> Mon every Monday to be nurse Q and A's to answer your questions. So next question. How do I go on as usual with how apocalyptic everything Feels. You know, Jody, I think I think, and I think you would 100% agree with this. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, as scary and as frightening as the, the world may seem around us, I sit here every day and I think to myself, "What an absolutely exhilarating time to be alive." I mean, I agree. I I can't like to me. And it's not that I don't want the world to go, you know, back to a little bit of more normal normalcy. We we do, but to be living through these times, which I truly believe are, um, you know, apocalyptic, and and I, I believe we've been, we've entered the end times. I really truly do. Um, they, I mean, it's it's prophetic. It's it's biblical what we're yeah. seeing. Yeah. Um, and it's all there for you to, to look at if you if you read Revelations. But I mean, I'm so excited because in and um. 
I know, well, I, I'm strong in my faith and I know that what what is on the other side of this is going to be glorious. How long it takes to get there, I don't know. And it's going to be a bumpy mm-hmm. ride, I feel like. But, yeah. you know, knowing what's on the other side and knowing that um, we've been chosen to be a part of of, for such a time as this is, a, is an amazing feeling to me. So I, I rely very, very heavily on my faith and, um, and just, I just go where the, you know, the, the Lord calls me to. And mm-hmm. I continue every day standing in faith and doing, standing in righteous truth and doing what I think is right for humanity. And, um, and that's how I get through it. I pray a lot. I talk yeah. to God a lot. A lot. Um, and I think that, um, you know, I think that is the way to do it, just to, to lean in, you know, lean into the word and lean into your relationship. Because I think it really is truly about a relationship that you have with the Lord and it's personal, mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think leaning into that is is something that is going to help you to get through. And I think also just fellowship being, a, and that's why your movement, Jody, is so um, important with, um, with the truth movement, because you do have those those the fellowship of these like-minded women who can come together and lean on one another because these are scary times right and we need to have the fellowship and love and community of one another to help help get us through but i i 100 believe that we will make it through the other side of this yes yeah i love that kimberly you know that's that's you know i always lean on the word and my faith to answer questions like this um, because I do wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, th- throughout this last week, I've had a few people say to me that I just feel so good. I have, I, I just, uh, you know, I'm so excited and I have not felt like this in a long time, but with everything we see going on in the world around us, I feel bad. You know, do you, uh, do you feel like that, Jody? And I said, our hope is in Jesus. That's the difference. You know, he is, I mean, there's so many scriptures that I, I I just, how about this guys type in scripture, Bible scriptures, hope, and see how many times that word shows up, you know, because the hope is in him, you know, he gives us hope. We know how this ends for, I know the plans I have for you say it the Lord, right? All of these things. And you're right, Kimberly, it is exciting times. It really is because we know because of his word and his promises that we understand the signs that we're living in. And that means he is coming back like he he is coming back. But first, I believe in the pre-trib rapture. But here I don't even care. I don't even need to get in an argument with anybody about it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when we go. It just, it just matters that we know where we're going when we leave, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And so when you live in this world, it is going to disappoint you every single time, every time, every time, because the enemy, he has dominion over this world right now. That's why you're seeing it the way that it is. And even the war in Israel and the nations coming up against Israel. And you know, Israel is only one Jewish state and the whole entire world. And there's 57 Muslim states. People understand that, but yet Israel being the size of New Jersey and surrounded by 57 other countries of people that hate their existence 
but they still survive. And, you know, and then now we're having all these propaganda campaigns about Zionism and, you know, these people and it's the American Zionism that's, you know, coming in. And it's like, do you even know what Zionism means? You know, it's those little things, but I'll stick to the subject. Hope we have our hope is in Jesus. You know, when you are born again, which means that you ask for forgiveness of your sins, you declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and personal savior, and he died on the cross and he rose again, um, and that he's coming back. Even if you only believe that really, 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 really small, like a mustard seed, which is, I found out like the size of a grain of sand. So just a tiny bit, you got to believe that confess of your sins. And then the Holy spirit comes in you and starts working through you. Like Kimberly said, for such a time as this. And when we realize that he is living in us and working through us and that we were called and we answered, oh my gosh, there, that it's a piece that surpasses all understanding. It, it truly is, Jody. And just like when, you know, we, we think about being inside of a storm and, you know, did, did God bring us into this storm to strengthen our resolve and to bring us even closer to him to test our faith and to bring us closer so that we can elevate our, our level of faith, you know, from here to here, because, you know, we are in this storm and we know that he is right there with us the entire time. So a lot of times I like to think that, you know, uh, it, it's everything's with purpose. You know, we're all, we're, you know, we're perfectly positioned where we're supposed to be. All of this um, has been, you know, predetermined and, uh, you know, God is the, the greatest architect that there ever was, ever will be. And uh, he's, yeah. this is all a very intricate design. Um, I believe that. And it's already, we, we know how in the end, you know, God wins. Yeah, absolutely. And people and people like to, you know, say, oh, your God is saying it's OK to kill people. And, you know, your God is, you know, this and that. Well, we already know in the last days that the mockers will, you know, be, you know, tenfold more and say, where is your Jesus? He's allowing all of this. But again, read your Bible, read your Bible, read the written word of God. You know, um, Jesus, you know, Luke 24 comes to mind. I can't think exactly what it says, but it just came on the top of my head, Luke 24. Um, you know, Jesus says, I go, you know, to prepare a place for you. And my father's house are many mansions. If it weren't true, I wouldn't say it, right? Like, you know, but you have to believe in that. And when you do walk in your calling again, there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. And mm -hmm. it's an amazing place to be because- you know, I, I say it all the time, you know, people try so hard to be in their flesh and be spiritual beings, you know, instead of letting go of their flesh and be spiritual beings, having a mortal experience. Right. So that's really, that's really enlightening and hopeful. It is. is and I think it's okay to not to not have all of the answers, you know, that I, I grew up Catholic. I wasn't, um, you know, I can't quote scripture. I, I, I'm not, I, I don't know all of the answers, the biblical answers of everything, but it's okay to not know. And it's okay yeah. to seek those answers. Um, so for a lot of, and a lot of times I lean on you, Jody, for that. Like, I'll be, I think I, not too long ago, I, I, I can't even remember what exactly it was, but I was seeking the biblical 
answer to a, a struggle I was having. And, and you helped me to work through that. And I appreciated that very much. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, but it's okay to not know, you yeah. know, it's, it's okay to not know the answer, but you know, it's really upon us to seek the answer out mm -hmm. however way we can, whether that be through somebody like, like Jody, who is uh, very, very well versed in the word and can help you um, without, you know, making you feel like, oh, I can't believe you don't know this. Yeah. You know, you, well, you're a believer and you don't know, you can't quote scripture or, you know, it's okay. It's okay not to know, but you need to lean into the word and, and seek those answers. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll, you know, just give a disclosure. I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I know the word that much, right? I, I don't know the, the chapter or, you know, the name of it or the verse or anything like that. But as my walk with the Lord, as my relationship has grown by leaps and bounds over these last couple of years, and I have seen how he has worked in my life and how he's moved me to do certain things like blow the whistle. Um, I also look and I say, oh my gosh, and now you've given me a platform where we can reach people throughout the whole world. And, and it's like Kimberly has said, you know, it's, it's wild to think that he chose us because right before I was given the discernment to pay attention to COVID in February of 2020, I literally have these visions of me being in a steamy club in February in Seattle, cramped in this room, literally steam coming from people's bodies from dancing, you know, to bad music, you know, and, you know, having sexual relations with my boyfriend out in Seattle, you know what I'm saying? So there, listen, God uses all of us for uh, a testimony and a reason. So if you are struggling with, well, I'm not there, I don't have as much faith as, as you or anything like that. I always tell people it does, it's not how much faith you have. It's number one, how are you being actionable and showing your faith? And did you submit to the will of God? Because once you submit to the will of God and his plan for your life, you know, it's real easy to just be like, well, God's leading me here. He's leading me here to do this. I don't know why or for what, but I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, so really, I guess you, you know, you're talking to nurses thinking that you're going to understand like, or get an infusion of vitamins and minerals, but we're giving you an infusion of hope in your soul and your spirit today. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, God, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So. Amen, sis. And see, look yeah. at you. See, this is what happens, guys, is <laughs> that you start to get to know him and then you want to hear more. You want to yes. know more. So now your relationship is building. Look at uh, Kimberly uh, <laughs> quoting scripture that she didn't even know. <laughs> exactly. It's a, I mean, it's just, it's, it's been so amazing. And I can like literally go back over these past couple of years. Cause I, I posted on Facebook a lot, every time God has revealed himself to me along this journey in like a very significant way, I will, I will go and I'll post about it. I'm like, Oh my God, like 
y'all look at this. Like I can't, so I like to go back and I can kind of make it, I'm going to, th I think I'm going to make a compilation and do a sub stack about all of the different times that I have noticed God showing up and revealing himself to me. It has been such a comfort on yeah. this journey just to be able to, to feel his presence. I mean, it's omnipresent. It's everywhere. It's all around me on this journey. And I've never felt alone, uh, not for one moment. I've always had this incredible peace and I, I am not, um, that that's not like me. I'm usually a little bit more anxious about things, but yeah. we are, are not to be anxious about these things. So. Do not be anxious or worry. No. <laughs> Just quote that Bible scripture. Do not be yep. anxious or worry. <laughs> Do not be anxious or worry. And, and I don't, I don't, I know that God's provisions, um, are, are have, carried me through this far. And I have no doubt that they will continue to carry me through the rest of my life, really. Yeah. You know, you just gave me an idea. I don't know if this was a God moment or not, but we should collaborate and and do a little book uh, on that because, you know, of how God's shown up for the last couple of years. I really wish I know I really wish I would I was a journal taker, writer, you know, person. But um, but I do have some notes and uh, we should collaborate. Yeah, I know I just need to do like a search on my um, my many Facebook accounts because I have so many because I'm always in Facebook jail. You know how that goes. So which one I like to do keyword searches and like we'll pull up all of the posts. There's so many of them. You can do that. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, like on you your know, Facebook you think page? Of, yeah, if you, yeah. If you think of if you can think of words that you probably would have used or hashtags or something, you can search and it'll pull them up. Oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We have um, time for another. Okay. How about this one? Um, uh, Suzanne writes, how can unvaccinated nurses be let go, but now COVID positive nurses can work? <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. It was never about anything but control. Mm -hmm. Like they were firing nurses for not being vaccinated. And then those same nurses that were fired would then go take a contract with a travel uh, uh, agency and then they would go get placed in the same hospital that they were, you know, just left or could not work. It, it was never about anything but control. And that tells you everything you need to know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just about getting the shots in the arms and getting people to comply under the threat of losing their um, their livelihood which yeah. is it's just the most sickening and egregious thing I have probably ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's horrific. That and, um, you know, promoting terrorists that it's okay, you know, that they came in and, you know, demons came in and did what they did in Israel. And yeah. Have you seen what they're doing in universities across this country? Yeah. I just posted a video and they have like um, pro Hamas uh, protesters and they had these uh, Israeli students, there's a handful of them just locked in a library because these people were barbaric savages banging on the door, like going to bring harm to these Jewish students. I mean, yeah. what is going on? Um, and to think that the, the, the devil is not at play here. I mean. Right. And it's like, and if you believe in the devil, right, you gotta, you gotta believe in the good, right? Because mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's opposing forces. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, we can talk about Israel, but let, let's say, um, cause that is a big deal, a really, really big deal. Um, let's see. Oh, how can they unvaccinated nurses? Okay. Well, guys, they were allowing people to work COVID positive back in 2021. So this isn't anything new. 
Um, it's a shame that more hospital supervisors have not come out and spoke up um, like I did, because I saw I knew what I was, what the staff and everybody was being told, but I also knew what I read. And so, for example, I remember um, my supervisor saying, I need you to go get a, a PCR test because the patient that you transferred to med surge in room seven wound up taking, wound up um, being positive for COVID. And I said, and, and she's like, well, I need you to go take a test right now. And I said, for what? To see if you're, to see if you're positive. And what if I am? Yeah. Well, then we, we need to know that. Why? And she said, Jody, will you just go take the test? And I said, just comply. Yeah. And I said, no, I need to understand. I said, so let's talk about this. Let's just talk about it. I take a test and I'm positive. What happens? And she said, well, we'll have to, you know, talk about it. And I said, well, what do you mean? Talk about it. She said, we'll decide on how you feel. Um, so, so that if you need to go home or if you can work. And I said, I feel fine. I, I feel fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I have no symptoms or anything like that. So why would I go take a test that I don't trust that is experimental? And why are you asking me to take an experimental test that is going to make no difference? And she's like, oh my gosh, Jody, you can't just go do it. And I said, no, I said, but you are pushing this narrative. I said, listen to what you're asking me. You need me to go take a, a experimental test that is never intended to be clinically significant on somebody like me who feels good, who has no issues and not obviously not showing any symptoms for what to add to your numbers. So you can check off a box that say, you know, um, Jody, who transferred the patient on, you know, 10 2, you know, is, you know, but negative. I said, because if I'm positive, we're going to talk about it and, and I'm still going to be able to work, correct? And she said, yes. I said, well, I'm not doing it. I'm not participating in this. And never once in those, you know, almost two years of working, well, not two years. I guess from 2020 to September of 21, did I ever take a, a test? And so this has been going around for a long time and, um, you know, and talking about vaccinated, unvaccinated, all somebody needs to say is the tests were never Pfizer came out and told us that they never tested to stop transmission or to prevent infection. So what are you doing? Like people need to have conversations and actually get, you know, create a dialogue to get people to be awoken out of their, their stupor. Exactly. That's the way to do it is just ask those thought provoking questions and just have an open conversation and a dialogue. And that's what we've asked so many people with opposing views to come on and do on our show. You know, I always welcome anybody with an opposing view. And, you know, if I'm wrong, then please, by all means, educate me. I'm mm -hmm. not claiming to know everything. I'm not claiming that I'm right about everything. But if you have a different perspective that you might be able to show me, I'm very open to that. And and just saying, you know, it may sway my view. It may not. Um, but I'm open to having a conversation in civil discourse. But unfortunately, it's like that doesn't 
exist or nobody wants to partake in that. And I, I really feel like it's because they just don't have a leg to stand on on the other side. That's right. Yeah. And with that, guys, we're, we, you know, that's all the time we have for today. But, you know, we are here, remember, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Um, and 10 and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I like to direct people to either AmericaOutloud.news or downloading the America Out Loud Talk radio app because you can listen to 24-7 programming as well as going on the website um, and finding the shows there. And then all of our shows also go to podcast. And so we're going to walk you through all of these hot topics and we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate for you and we will stand in the gap because we are nurses and that is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley. Nurse Kimberly Overton join me on our new and exciting episodes every Monday of Nurse Q&A. So make sure you're tuning in and also please rate, review, comment, and share all of our shows. We we need you awake people sharing it and, and just hope and pray that something you know, gets into someone's psyche and they actually open it up and and they see the and hear the truth. So until next time, guys, be safe, be well, and God bless. It's time.